Let us remember we are always and everywhere in the holy presence of God. Hello and welcome to the Presence Podcast. This is Rick and you are here for episode number 241. I'm recording yesterday's podcast, which would be Wednesday, recording it here on Thursday morning. And if it sounds kind of echoey, it's because I am in my classroom. And if it sounds like there's fans blowing in the background, three of them to be exact, it's because my classroom is not air conditioned and we have been in the middle of a little mini late August heat wave here in Columbus, Ohio. Now, you might wonder why I am recording this morning instead of last night. As I've said before on the podcast, I do really try to make a priority to record this in the evening as opposed to the next day. I don't like it when it gets to your feed if you are a subscriber, hint, hint. Don't like it when it gets to your feed a day late, but last night was our Meet the Teachers Night, so I did not get home until late, and then there was laundry to fold and dishes to do and life to live, and did not get a chance to record this. So I beg forgiveness, and probably it'll happen again, but... I um, appreciate your being here with me today. Yesterday was an interesting day. Um, I kept my eyes, my ears, and my soul open to experience the presence of God. Now, you might wonder in the episode title, did I move? Am I in a new home now? And if that is indeed the case, you may wonder why I hadn't said anything about it on the podcast previously. Well, I did move, but it's not a new home, and it's not a new house in the sense of a dwelling place, an abode, a casa, whatever you want to call it. Rather, it is part of a new house in our house system here at the school where I teach. Now, I think I've talked a little bit about the house system before, kind of a while ago. So, a quick summary. The easiest way to think about the house system is... Harry Potter. If any of you are Potter fans, you know the uh, Gryffindor, or uh, Gryffindor? Is that the house? I think that is the house. Um, I'm not a big Harry Potter fan, so I am going to maybe get things crossed here. I do beg forgiveness. Hogwarts, the school, has houses within the school, like Gryffindor, Slytherin, and probably a few more, which, again, I'm not a Potter fan, so I don't know the names of them all, but you get the idea. So here at the school where I teach, we have six different houses, and it is a very, very cool system. I I think it's one of the finest parts of a really wonderful community that we have here. Basically, every person in our building, and that includes staff, the cafeteria ladies, the maintenance folks, the nurse, everyone is in one of six houses. And they have a color for the house. There is a polo and t-shirts and sweatshirts. The students' lanyards and everybody's lanyards are uh, based on the house with the house name on the lanyards. And um, it's a big deal. Uh, We uh, have mentor groups, which um, fl- are really where the houses, they, the mentor groups flow up into the house. The mentor groups are, are like homerooms, what they call homerooms or advisories in other schools. They basically serve that purpose. But we add on to that 
a component of leadership and of community, and there are competitions between the houses. Uh, sorry, we don't play um, Quidditch. We've not played that, but we play other things to compete between the houses, among the houses, because there's six of them. And what I really like about, well, many things I like about the houses, but one of the things that I like is that they are all named after former Catholic high schools here in Columbus schools that have closed throughout the last decades as numbers have shrunk and demographics have changed and we are honoring these schools by um, continuing their names, their colors, some of their symbols and mascots and I think it's a very very nice way to honor the past and, um, and celebrate community and diversity and, and so on and so forth. So anyway, the house system. Well, yesterday well, let me back up to Tuesday. I think I mentioned on this podcast that I went down from six classes initially to five classes. And in this, having the six classes, I lost my mentor group, which was in the Sacred Heart House. And I'd been with this mentor group for a while. I'd been in that house for um, four years. I didn't start in that house. I was actually in the Aquinas house before that but was in Sacred Heart with this mentor group. And when I was up to six classes, they took that mentor group away from me to give me a bit more of a break during a full day and gave it to a brand new teacher in my department, the religion department, and also the science department. She's in both departments. Anyway, so when I was able to drop down to five classes, they added a mentor group back to me, but rather than take it away from her, because she had already started with that group. There was a mentor group needing someone because they had a sub for someone that hasn't um, uh, been able to make it for health reasons. So I picked up that mentor group, which would be, you know, a big deal to get a new group of students. The bigger deal is that it is in a different house, and it is in the Springs House, which is short for St. Mary's of the Springs, which was the name of the school. Not surprisingly, Sacred Heart's color, the house that I was in previously, is red. So people got used to me wearing a red shirt on Wednesdays, which is our house day. We have an extended uh, mentor group period um, where we do house activities and, and so forth on Wednesdays. Well, yesterday, I was, well, the day before yesterday, tu Tuesday, I was given a blue polo, which is the color of the springs. Not surprisingly, the springs, water, get it. Yeah, I think you got it. So I show up yesterday morning with a blue polo on, representing, signifying that I am in a new house. See there, I moved houses. There's the title of the episode. And I was wondering yesterday, how long would it take for students to notice? I noticed walking out the door. Wow, I'm wearing a different color polo. This is unusual. And... It was funny because I had just stepped out of my car in the parking lot, which we share with, with students, the faculty and students, and a couple of students said, Mr. Kohut, you moved houses. And I got to be honest, I thought for a moment, like, I moved houses, like, I moved. I was like, wait a second, I'm still living in the same house. I came from there this morning. But then once my brain clicked into gear, I knew what she meant, and I said, yeah, they moved me, and and so on and so forth. 
And it was really quite remarkable yesterday as I stood outside of my classroom in the hallway greeting students to class and, and passing by, quite a few noticed very quickly that I was wearing a different color and there were different reactions and I certainly had some splaining to do during the day and it was really great um, in some ways to, to get to know the new mentor group. Um, really, really solid bunch of kids with some good leaders and, and just nice personalities. Um, the six freshmen in my new mentor group, I have all of them for class, so I'm, I'm really going to get to know those kids. And um, I think it's going to be very good. That being said, my mentor group that I had um, were a little confused and disappointed and bewildered and so forth. But we did communicate to them, and hopefully they understand. And um, the bottom line is that, that you know I am responding to... The, the call of the team. We have a house dean and he said this is what we need and I didn't question it and said this is what we're going to do. This is what I'm going to do and, and do it with enthusiasm and joy and gratitude. Like quite frankly I try to do as much as possible in my life. So I felt God's presence yesterday in the newness of my new mentor group, the new adventure with this group of students, um, the new house that I will be a part of. I have not, we've not yet had a house gathering, but that will be interesting, being introduced and seeing the new kids. And I have different colleagues that I'll be working with and a different house dean. And um, it's going to be different. And um, I feel God's presence in the midst of that change. You know, it is amazing with God because there is continuity God is and was and ever shall be, right? But at the same time, there is a dynamism. There is a flow and a movement in God. Um, call it the evolutionary force. Call it the cosmic Christ. Call it the alpha um, moving us toward the omega. However you want to understand it, there is a, a move of God. And it reminds me, you know, I, I've you know the saying there is nothing constant but change and, and that is that is very true each day is different each moment is different than what came before and yesterday again I celebrated the presence of God in the change and in the newness and the new house which is here still in a new school year as we continue to begin we're working on our first full week of school this week and Certainly looking forward to the weekend, a four-day Labor Day weekend. So in conclusion, my questions to you are, what newness is in your life right now? What is beginning? What is changing? What is dynamic? What is still in process where changes are happening, but you don't know today, right now, what the result will be? Where is God for you in that process? Where is God with you in that process? As always, thanks for listening, blessings, and peace.